Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. It's your boy Medium J. We back up in full effect. I know we a little bit late. Check it out. Check this out. So you be at home, right? You be sitting like, man, when's Medium J gonna come on? Where I thought this was the weekend show. Where this nigga at? You know what I'm saying? Well, a nigga show up fashionably late. That's what I'm doing. see the fucking hat you see the fucking glasses you see the fucking bow tie drip you know what i'm saying coming through loosely got the fucking puffy vest you know what i'm saying we got the fucking polo looking fresh it's a fucking sweatshirt with the collar we don't pop collars since 2006 dog back up in it i got the fucking polo sweatpants underneath the table we keep that shit underneath we don't want no taxes. IRS can't see this shit when I'm packing. Polo fucking head to toe with the fucking socks to match, bro. And an Adidas slides on the ship. Fucking shit whole co- This whole combo costs about one G, baby. Let's go. And you know what I'm zipping. Your boy be sipping on that McDonald's Sprite. You know what I'm saying? McDonald's Sprite mixed in with the fucking Fruitopia Punch, baby. We sober as a fucking We sober as a motherfucking guy That's gotta go to work and get drug tests You know what I'm saying But we still getting loose as a goose That just got a fucking dildo in the caboose No po, no homo though It's the weekend show flow And we doing the, we doing the rappers thing We doing this little thing called Hip hop news You know what I'm saying So let's get into it right now Let's break it down Drake out here throwing hot sauce and condoms and shit, you know what I'm saying? Drake out here wilding on these bitches. Uh, Apparently, Drake out here puts Tabasco sauce in his condoms to discourage these women from putting themselves, putting it in themselves, and getting pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Now, I would say this seems like a really paranoid delusional t- like it's like yo i gotta fucking put a hot sauce <laughs> like does he have a hot sauce in his in his puffy coat he just pull up put him in a hot sauce in every condom that he busts a nut pull up the condom put hot sauce in and trash it it's kind of paranoid and you go drake what are you what are you doing man you kind of seem crazy right now drake you kind of seem crazy drizzy and until the story broke out with this instagram model burning herself like she put that shit inside not even checking the contents of the condom that's how quick she was grabbed the condom. Real quick. Like, she did it real quick. Zero to 100. Real quick. She out here burning herself on Drizzy's hot sauce condom. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this shit wild as fuck, man. Internet going nuts. This is the internet going wild. They'd be going up on Twitter and Instagram talking about, like, yo, Drake, what, 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 what kind of hot sauce you use? What's your brand? I want to... Motherfuckers are trying to do that same shit. They're like, hey, yo, Drizzy, what kind of brands you rocking? <laughs> like, yo, it's because if it's Frank's mild, Frank Frank mild shit, that ain't so bad. That's like, uh, <laughs> what is it? That's like manslaughter. You know what I'm saying? But if you do, if you put in the five alarm, you know what I'm saying? The hot, 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 the shit that they got up on a wild hot ones. You know what I'm saying? The fucking five alarm spicy mother habanero ghost pepper shit. And you out here for first degree. <laughs> you out here first degree in these bitches because. I don't get it. A nigga don't get it. Honestly, low key. A nigga just flushes condoms to be really bad about it. You just flush a condom. That's what you gotta do. Oh, here getting bitch pregnant. With, like, yo, oh, here getting bitch pregnant with the hot sauce condoms. You gonna come out, baby gonna come out breathing fire like a dragon from fucking Game of Thrones. You know what I'm saying? But that's none of my business. You know what I'm saying? That's none of my concern. I just think it's fucking wild. Like, like Drake. Drake really out here burning bitches in the pussy with hot sauce condoms, bro. Like, I, uh, there's a joke on a fucking top five with Chris Rock where that bitch um, was fed up about how her her man is humiliating her and how he was, like, kind of bisexual or whatever, wanting a bunch of fingers in his ass and shit. So then she, when he was, like, bent over trying to get another finger up his ass, she's like, I got something for you. I got something for you, daddy. And she put hot sauce on a tampon and jammed it up his ass. Uh, that was a movie, right? That was like some some sort of like fiction, work of fiction. You'd think that that's fake. But Drake really out here putting putting the burn on these bitches. Taking a whole different meaning to the song Ushers, Let It Burn, in 2003, I think it was. Let it burn, let it burn. Moving on. 
Kanye West out here banging new chicks right now. Kanye West out here, you know, this girl a dime too. This new chick that he got is white girl with a fat ass booty. It's a dime drop booty. It's a booty that almost looks like two watermelons that fell really fast and has that blurred motion on camera. Her, her ass look nice. You know what I'm saying? I think she's French. I think that's what Jay Z and, and Kanye West met up in up in Paris. Oh wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, I suck on my wee oui, wee. Oui. That's what, uh, you know, Drake, uh, I mean, sorry, Kanye West is showing Kim K that he can still get, he can still slang dick. You know what I mean? Kim K out here fucking Pete Davidson. Drake had, er, sorry, man. Kanye West had to one-up his game. He had to step it up. And the funny thing is, he was out here fucking a couple of these light-skinned girls, a couple of these black girls, and ain't no movement. He's like, man, and I think Kanye West is a showman. He's a, he's a guy that got a... You got to get people talking. You got to get the people moving. It's like it gets the people going, you know? Niggas in pairs. It gets people going. What does it even mean? Nobody knows what this means, but it's provocative. It's like, why Why do you have to fuck a white chick? Because we got the internet going nuts, too, again. The internet going crazy over this new dime that Kanye West would be fucking, you know what I'm saying? And, and I may have spoke too soon about the whole Kanye West and Drake clash. I would be like, Drake's kind of a little bit... He's in the lead right now with the music. That being said, the music, both of them trash still. Both of them trash. It's all about the gimmicks. And I think now, I spoke too soon, right? As of this podcast, I think Kanye West out here with the dick that he's slanging, you know what I mean? The, the bitches that he's fucking. And, and the fact that he bought a house across the street from Kim Kardashian. And you know damn well that fucking Kanye West ain't fucking with the fucking lights off and the blinds closed. Nah, he opened up the curtain, literally and, literally and physically, you know what I'm saying, and sexually. He opened up them curtains and he just be banging that girl on a, on a fucking window with the lights, with, with spotlights on him, bitch. The guy was like, Kanye West is the type of guy that fuck, it, fuck with spotlights on his dick. That's what he's, he's no po, no homo, you know what I'm saying. Below key, he... He does that shit, buys the house right across the street from Kim K, just so that he could walk, just so she got a private peep show. So while she's sitting at home sipping her tea, all mad as fuck, while Pete Davidson going down on her, she watching Kanye West slang, slanging the best dick of his life to this to the young Kim K. I mean, this bitch looked like a young Kim K. So you know, you know damn well he's winning in 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 almost all fields as far as I'm concerned, and plus. Kanye West, little baby, looking cute as a motherfucker. He's, I think, of Chicago West. Chicago West is cute, little kid. Drake's kid, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to talk about, we talk about Drake's kid. Drake's kid look like he's seen a ghost, nigga. Drake's kid look like he bathed in milk, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Drake's kid look like, <laughs> Drake's kid look like he ain't getting no sunlight. Bruh, like give your kid da- vitamin D, dog. You rich as fuck. Give him some vitamins that Joe Rogan be talking about with them supplements and them athletic greens and shit. Your kid look like he malnourished, dog. Your kid shouldn't look like he fucking he he an albino African, dog. You know, the fucking with with somehow them light skinned chicks curly hair. He's got light skinned chick curly hair. He's got light skinned chick curly hair, bruh. Like he's got like. He's got like no melatonin in his system. Melatonin? Is it mel- melanin? Whatever the shit that's vitamin. Whatever. Look like you ain't getting no sunlight, y'all. You kept your son in the dark for so long, bro. Little Adonis be like, hey, Drizzy Drake. Can I, can I have? No, just nothing but soy, son. Nothing but soy. You're a soy boy. That's <laughs> like a low key. Drake looks kind of pathetic right here, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Because he out here. First of all, he out here in the songs talking about, yeah, you know, I only see my baby mama like once or twice. First of all, who? No one asked, bro. Like, we, it's like, it only took one time and I got her pregnant. And it's like, again, one of those things like, yo, who? I think we know the biological, like, I think we know the biological reproductive organs and and how it works, dog. Like, you, you ain't saying nothing new. Yeah. Oh man, I barely get to see my son, dude. What, what do you do? You're, just, are you just trying to commit career suicide right now, dog? Like, I know a sad boy hours, Drizzy Drake, but it's a little too sad for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's weird because he's out here burning bitches. He's literally putting pussy, or he's putting fucking hot sauce in bitches' pussy and shit. Like, the fuck going on with Drake, bro? Like, Kanye West up here right now. Kanye West up, Drake down. And as of this podcast, I'm going to say it right now, man. I can't see Drake do podcasts. Like, low-key, like, talk for, like, more than 10 minutes. Because that nigga has a weirdo personality. He's a weird nigga. Like, Kanye West weird, too. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But Kanye West weird is an interest. He's like that weird kid in the back of the class that has a lighter. And it's like, yo, you want to? to burn some shit okay you know okay i'm fuck man it's better than doing this art project you know what i'm saying let's do some shit bro and he's like yo fire's technically art dog is it what are you talking about kanye he's like yo i'm technically homeless what do you what do you what are you talking about you know what i mean i spent thirty five thousand dollars just to get a sit down meeting with uh, the guy that owns versace Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, Kanye. You got me back. I thought you were kind of weird before. He's like, I invented Jordans. What? <laughs> I gave Jordan a name. <laughs> I gave Jordan his name. What are you talking about, Kanye? You lost me again. And he'll say some shit like, we got we to gotta end homelessness. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. You know, Kanye West keeps it interesting. He hits you and takes it back. He hits it and takes <laughs> But, like, Drake's boring. Like, Drake has this, I can't see him in interviews because he has this weird persona where it's like when I, I seen him in that uh, LeBron James interview way back like a couple years ago where they're talking about this beef that actually started and he was like you know uh, Kanye West is doing this shit he talking with like Pusha T and he got gave me the verse and then you know he, he got me to write the verse and then he took my verse off and he's like I feel hurt and it was like dude Drake like I don't think you, like, I don't think you can't, like, Soldier Boy made a better fucking complaint about Kanye West getting his verse knocked off. He's like, yo, Soldier Boy, you ain't no shit, bruh. Listen to the fans. The fans gonna tell you, man. Soldier Boy's flame. I'm the first rapper to get a Kanye West verse knocked off, baby. Like, yo, Kanye West. Up. Oh, I don't want to say that again. Kanye West up. Because he's designing fashion. Like, Drake's a fashionable guy, you know? And he's cool. But that cool guy, hey, Vaughn's guy, it doesn't go well when you're aging. Especially because Drake, was Drake like 40? In the top 40, under 40? I mean, nigga, you 39. <laughs> you close. <laughs> like, you're not bragging about being like right at 40, being like, yo, I got 40 mil under 40. That's cool and all, but like, yo, start wearing sweater vests and do the Jay-Z route and play skidoo with your fucking kid once in a while. Go on a fucking ski trip or some shit. You know, actually not a ski trip. Take that little nigga to Africa and get, get him a suntan, bro. Like, it just is what it is, bro. I gotta, I gotta have some home. You know what? Uh, we'll leave the end, end note on Kanye West up. Drizzy kind of trailing. Drizzy kind of Drizzy don't make some major moves like the "I'm too sexy for my shirt" song was a shitty song in the first place. It was a joke song, and to make it to remake it, no matter how cool you can make it, it's it's still it is what it is. And Kanye West knows that his shit he made won't maybe not be even appreciated by this generation. But when they get older, you'll look back and you'll go, you know what? That the Donda album was actually fairly fucking good and is deep. Maybe not have been the best flow, but he was at least talking about something. And that's what it resonates like a like guys like Papoose and and and, and the, the the Jada Kisses. They 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 got dope flows and shit, but they're not like this mumble rap kind of bangers that come in and go out, come in and go out. They're there and their music is there. And I think that's what Kanye West was kind of doing. Like Drake's kind of gone into the new wave of generation of raps and Kanye West was like you know what fuck it I'm setting my own thing I'm setting my own church and I'm, you know you thought you're building churches and dynasties and shit you know what I mean he bought a whole property in Wyoming dog like yo you out here when I say Kanye West you up right now uh, we can see Drake still can come back I have a lot of Drake fans in the fucking comments talking about a whole lot of Ain't no shit. Ain't no shit. Drake, Drake, the best. You know, you can't talk shit to a Drake fan, bro. Because they start crying. <laughs> no. It's Drizzy. It's Drizzy Drake. 
can't say that about my man Drew. My main man Drew. Yeah, he did put hot sauce in a condom. Yeah, but he had to. Just flush that shit, Drake. Flush that shit, bro. Along with your music, dog. Uh, but moving on. Cardi B's looking to get a face tattoo, right? Yo, she took to Twitter, right? She announced this shit. She's like, I'm going to get my na- my son's name tatted on my jaw. And that's going to be kind of weird, bro. Like, I ain't going to lie. If my mom got her my name, t- I'd be like, why, mama? You know what I mean? Like, growing up as a kid, you'd be like, okay. Uh, you, because you don't really know. But when you grow up, grow up, and you go, he got a face tattoo of my name. gonna be weird when she's like sucking dick isn't it is it is it not am i crazy or is it gonna be weird when when like offset you know me and getting some head in the back of the whip in the back of the bentley and the driver's talking shit and he's just like oh yeah look up at me and it's she's like yeah you like that daddy and you see his fucking son you see your son's name on her jaw like uh cardi b i hope you uh you think this through because it's gonna be a weird it's just a weird thing. Like, you, you can't, unless, because she, she always likes talking about sucking dick. She always likes talking about getting freaky in bed. It's just, it's, it's going to be a weird thing. Like, you can't really get in the mood when you got your name son tattooed right where you're trying to bust nut. You know what I mean? Where you're trying to get on her jaw. You see Offset trying to miss her jaw, bro? Like, your offset's like, all right, I just can't land on my son's name because that's like kind of disrespectful. Loki, hope Cardi B, I love you, I love your music and shit. I love how wild you are, and uh, I mean it's for the culture, but like, don't get culture name tatted on your fucking jaw. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere like maybe on the back, on your shoulder. You keep your son on your shoulder. Face tattoos are always bad. Uh, even Lil Wayne's face tattoos don't look that... Like, they kind of look shitty. Like, and w- Wayne kind of popularized the face tattoos. And now all these young rappers and put the teardrops if you murdered a dude or whatever. If you, you know, you're part of a homicide. It's kind of, um... It's kind of those things where, uh... You're just fucking up God's... God, you know, God gave you a face, man. You only got one face, bruh. And you're just kind of fucking it up. It's also... I feel the same with plastic surgery kind of like I got tattoos all over my chest and my bo- and my body but I don't uh like I can put a shirt on you know like cause so, a lot of people do get uncomfortable with tattoos a lot of people do like look at you differently with them tattoos you know what I'm saying so I, I'd say well and especially cause she's, she's got money now but you never know when Cardi B might have to get a job at Taco Bell them enchiladas bitches working Nick behind the corner like Treating her like shit. Never know. <sighs> Moving on. Gunna's new album, DS Forever, dropped, right? And this shit knocked off the weekend of the number one spot with his uh, P's. You got, I mean, his number one song was like P's for Everybody or something like that. P song, the P Pound song. It, to me, honest, man, for me personally, I think the whole album trash. Uh, except that one song, uh, 25K Jacket. Uh, 25K on the jacket with Lil Baby. Lil Baby has such a good flow. And he has such a good way of like coming into someone's song and just doing what they should have done on their song. Like He just makes a fool of people on their own track. Like with that Drake, uh, Wants and Needs, came through and it just made it look like Made it look like, yo, there's no point in even Drake. You put in your verse on this shit because I killed it. Like, Lil Baby out there really. And I, and I wish Lil Baby would do that on his own songs because a lot of his his songs are, are like half-assed, bro. But when he gets that feature and we gets that money up front, he really, you know, you know, you're a real hustler because, like, when he gets that money, he puts in that work, right? Like, if he's just kind of, like, on his laurels, kind of sitting back, like, oh, I'll make an album. And his album kind of has, like, it's feature heavy. And he's he's kind of just doing the same kind of vibe. But uh, I, lo- I love Lil Baby when he's, like, just on his shit flow talking. Like, yeah, if 12 get behind me, I'm a crash shit. CO, it's on Fissile, I don't crash. Yeah. Exotic my hoes and my cars and my reefer. Yeah. They say it's cheaper to keep her. Fuck it up. So I left it. Or like, yeah, 25K on a jacket. Like, it's 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 funny. 
wear it once. <laughs> 25K on a jacket, wear it once, throw it out. <laughs> respect the hustle, I respect the game, I respect the movement. This is, this is a motherfucker. Shout out to Lil Baby. I shout out Gunner too, by the way. Gunner has some good songs. But I listened to the DS, DS Forever, and I wasn't really fucking with him. Personally, because almost all the songs sound the same. Sound like the features that he had were carrying, and the ones that weren't carrying really showed because he kind of just spit out the same kind of stuff. But again, who am I to talk about the new generational raps? I'm just, uh, I guess I'm a has been, I guess. <laughs> I'm one of them old ass heads, I guess. I'm I'm old enough. I'm 27. Should get out the fucking game, dog. But uh, I just I miss I miss the songs with meaning because a lot of these songs are coming out like, well, like 25k jacket is, is a song where he's just talking about how he bought a jacket for 25k and threw it out. Honestly, it's not it's not breaking barriers down. You're not you're not stepping on toes with that one. Uh, $300 for, you know what I mean? $300 for my socks, bitch. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <clears throat> you, you good? Moving on. NLE Chopper was involved in a little scuffle on January 17th, right? Apparently, the fan ran up on him, challenged NLE to a fight, and got punched out at the airport. Now, the funny thing is, NLE Chopper was wearing flip-flops. So uh, I guess when he went to go crack one, and he said he busted his lip. That's what he was saying on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter, I think. And he was like, I busted the dude's lip and shit, but then I slipped on the flip-flops because I was wearing flip-flops at the airport. And, uh, yeah, you know, you can see it, but, like, I just noticed that every time NLE's in a fight, there's always, like, a weird excuse. Like, he's like, ah, oh, this dude sucker punched. This big-ass dude came up and said he wanted a picture. I went to go, you know, get the picture. I said, no, I don't want a picture. I turned my back, and he punched me. <laughs> like, there's always, like, something like, ah, oh, these niggas ran up on me, bro. I mean, I'm really with the shits. But it's like he's taking L after L after L, like NLE Chapo, bro. You got an NLLLE Chapo because you're taking a couple L's right now. This nigga... And, and I mean, like, I like the guy. I like the rap that he does. His shot of flows are hot. You know what I mean? Those hot flows. And it's like, you go like, why is all this song, songs talking about, like, I got the chopper, I'm going to shoot you, shoot your head off the block, you know, put a hole in it like a donut. And, and all this shit is like, he's got all these metaphors for shooting a motherfucker in the head. But, like, you go like, okay, that's cool. But then when you see in real life, like, this nigga getting bunged out, this nigga getting... You know, beaten up. He's the nigga. Even when he does win a fight, he somehow falls. Like he punches the guy. The guy's still standing with a crap cracked lip, and he falls and slips with his slippers, bro. Like, how you gonna be winning and slipping at the same time? You can't be winning and slipping. You know what I mean? Unless you slip in the feds. But even then, when you slip the feds, it's not like you're winning. You can't say, "Oh yeah, man, I got away with murder." That's not really a win. It's more like, yo. You just told on yourself, you know. You just basically just broke down. You, you're not winning. You're just you haven't lost yet. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think like it makes sense with these new rappers that they have so many guns and they have so many. They have an artillery full of like hand grenades and 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 and, and federal fucking weapons that are all unregistered. The guns that the the cops can't get and shit. Cause niggas can't fight anymore, dog. Niggas can't fight anymore, bro. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to just dive into the story because this is shit that happened yesterday, right? As of this podcast recording happened yesterday. Uh, I was uh, on my way to work the other day. Well, yesterday. And uh, I was driving and there's this guy. He was walking down the street, right? And I seen him. He was walking like he was like half a block on this side and he was walking fast like and he was giving me the eye like he was angry at something and I'm driving and I'm pulling over and so I'm taking a taking a left on a one way right so there's cars backed up traffic as soon as I see an opening 
I'm like, okay, there's an opening. But this guy's walking fast enough, and he's trying to do the whole, I'm going to walk in front of you. And I pulled up so that he could walk behind me. So I pulled up just enough that he could just walk this way. You know what I mean? He could do like a sidestep and walk behind me. Because I'm like, man, it's wall-to-wall fucking traffic. And just as there's an opening, I'm not going to let you fucking walk in front of me just to get that whatever. He wanted that, I'm walking in front of you, nigga. You know, and he was a white dude, so kind of look, it kind of felt racist. But he was doing that whole thing where it's like, oh, I want to walk in front of you because I already see you edged up and gave me the option to walk behind you, but I'm going to walk in front of you. So I'm like walking, or I mean, creeping, 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 creeping. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go. And he, at this time, he was close enough to, well, he wasn't close enough. But he was close enough to run up, and he smacked my car, right? This nigga smacked my car. Now, normally I would have let it go, but I knew that we we had that, I'm looking at you, you're looking at me, and I'm like, I'm going to go. I did the, I'm going to go, okay? Like, don't walk in front of me. There's a wall-to-wall fucking traffic. It's rush hour. I pull up over, smack the car. I'm like, nah. Instantly just because of one way. So I parked on the left-hand side. Parked, got out of my car, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? You can't be hitting people's cars like that, bro. What the fuck's up? What the fuck is up? And I pushed him, right? I gave him one of those pushes, and I came up with the fucking Mike Tyson boxer stance. Like, I'm like, as soon as this guy throw a punch, I'm a counter punch, right? I push him. Immediately, I see that he's not about it. He's like, oh, man, the fuck, man? You fucking cut me off, man. And he sounded like, you know, he's, dude, man, come on, man. He's like, kind of like looking down, you know, not making eye contact and shit. And I'm like, you ain't bothered, bro. Like, come on, let's do something. Like, yo, you ain't expect me to get out of my car, bro? Like, the fuck? Like, like pushing him, right? I was just pushing him. And I almost pushed him over the, uh, there was like that parkade, uh, wooden parkade kind of block, fenced. Like, little pen, fence. And I kind of grabbed him because I don't want to, uh, I want to fucking knock him out. I don't want to. I not want to take this to the ground, bro. It's slippery and it's cold down there. There's <laughs> a lot of snow in my city. And I pick him up and I'm like, I'm like, just grabbed him and I and I thought about it for a split second. This is we're still in the rush hour. Like there's people walking by and shit. And I'm like, fuck, man. And he just had the come on, man. You know, he had the come on, man. Like, like he looked like Joe Biden, man. Just come on, man. Just let me go, man. Come on, man. And I pushed him. And I'm like, yo, just keep walking, man. You keep talking shit, you get hit, all right? That's just what it is. Don't fucking touch people's cars. Don't go around fucking with people's cars, dog, because shit costs more than your life, dog. And he was just like, hey, fuck you, man. And I'm like, yo, you ain't worth it. And he's you're not even worth it, man. And I was just like, yo, you, you, you really are going to talk shit once you got sunned? Like, I came up, I gave you the... I gave you the, hey, listen, I'm in your face. What you going to do about it, bro? Like, like, yeah, he's like, come on, man. It's like trying to pat me, trying to, and it was it just like he he had, like, I put, I when I held him, I'm like, dude, this guy's, I sized him up, bro. I'm like, this guy's like 150 pounds tops. I'm, I'm 235. I'm a, I'm two, I'm a toonie, <laughs> I'm a toonie 35, baby. Two bucks, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm 15 pounds short of 250. I'm pretty much 100 pounds on this guy. I just was shaking him and shit. And I pushed him. I'm like, y'all just keep walking. As soon as I get in my car, and it's fucking, again, it's traffic, wall-to-wall traffic. So I'm literally creeping right by him, and I'm eyeing him. And he's giving me the eye, like he's mad, and I was mad. But I'm like, yo, as soon as he tries something, I'm just going to pull over again. And he knew this. He knew this. As soon as I get, as soon as the traffic breaks free, he pulls up on the side and I'm like driving by. And as I'm driving by, I'm looking at him constantly because I'm like, I want him to give me that excuse. And he's, he's, he's like, he gives me the finger, bro. He gives me the finger like, fuck's right. I thought so, pussy. I, could, I know I could read lips. I could, I could read lips. I could tell that he was saying, that's right, pussy. Keep moving. And then I fucking pulled around. Like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going all the way around, bro. I'm parking this shit. And as I seen, and I seen him start running, so I just got out of my car, started running, and I chased, chased him. I'm like, he must have ducked down some, uh, some back lane or something. I'm like, fuck, it's it's not worth it, bro. Cause like, I would have just, I would have, <laughs> I had to go to work too. Nick was late, cause this motherfucker, 
fucked with your boy. Like, he was slapping my car. He was calling me names and shit. And then I stunned him. And then he's still talking shit, bro. So, like, I get the whole, like, defense your, defend yourself. But when I'm up in your face, like, yo, let's go. Because I was waiting for that counterpunch, you know. A nigga, I can't really box. I'm a grappler. I'm waiting for the, if he throws a hook, I'm going to throw a jab. If he throws a fucking jab, I'm going to slap that jab down and come around and hook him. It's just, I, I'm better at counterpunching punches than actually, like, throwing the first punch. But either way, I looked at him, and as soon as I was, like, about to sock him one in the jaw, because I was fucking tired of just tired of life and the way things are going. This pandemic's been affecting us all, right? You know what I mean? Niggas gonna be stressed out as a motherfucker. I could tell that he wasn't about about it. He was just probably down on his luck, walking and shit. And he was one of those soy boys, too. He was one of the motherfuckers that didn't get enough protein growing up. He, uh, he had the feminine urge. He had a, sm- he had a feminine smell about him. He was just nothing but estrogen filled his veins, bruh. And I'm in, I'm tell y'all these, these, these key facts. Motherfucker was wearing a mask in the middle of fucking open space downtown, dog. You a loser if you wear a mask by yourself, walking by yourself in the middle of downtown in an open space. It's well ventilated. You know what I'm saying? You, you just, what, you worried about COVID-19? But you ain't worried about catching these hands, dog? Because you slapped my car, bro. So I'm like, I'm going to be worse than COVID-19 on your ass. But. He wasn't bothered. And I could tell about he wasn't bothered. And I messed with my friends about this story. And they're like, you did the right thing, man. You did the bigger thing. I'm like, I felt like I could have fucked him up, right? Because I, I, I keep a bat in my trunk ready to pop off at any given point in case. Because I know road rage. And I know motherfuckers kill you over some shit. I know motherfuckers would be about that, about that. I was, you know, at that time I was like, I'm had it. I'm like, I'm not going to let a guy slap my car. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought he, at first he threw a rock or some snow. I don't know what he actually did. Because I just remember just trying to get into the, trying to merge into the lane. Just hit my car. It could have been a rock. Could have been, could have been damaging. Could have damaged my shit, bro. The dent in my car or something. And I was just, I was fed up. And I was, I was, I was just like, yo, let's, let's do it, bro. And, uh, yeah, he wasn't but a buddy. Kid had acne and shit. Probably like a little... 22, 23 year old kid. I mean, I'm five years on him, but I would still fuck the shit out of him. Fuck the shit out of him. Yeah, I pulled his pants down. I fuck him up. I just, I was, I kind of felt like, and my friends were like, yo, good thing you didn't do it. You know what I mean? You'd be another, another guy just in jail or some shit. You'd be dealing with that charge. It ain't worth it. I go, yeah, I know I did the right thing. And and I did. To be the big man, you got to kind of say, all right, bro, like, not gonna fuck you up for this incident, and I mean, but I gave him the scare enough to just not go around fucking with people's cars, bro. Like, uh, you can't just go around just straight up smacking people's cars, bro. Like, you can, and especially like, yo, the smack a car. What you gonna do? He was like, this. As soon as I got out of the car, ain't seen it, a nigga. <laughs> With a big ass, with steel toe boots on, with this fucking, this, with the boxer stance coming up, like, motherfucker came up bobbing and weaving on a nigga. He wasn't ready about it. And that'll hopefully get him to think twice because I was like, okay, push him, he should think twice. But then this motherfucker give me the finger, like, he, he really won that scenario, bro. And I'm like, yo, I just send you in front of a whole bunch of fucking traffic, send you in front of a bunch of old, bunch of fucking immigrants just walking trying to get trying to get on with their day and shit how you still gonna talk shit and it's like yo niggas always gonna talk shit just know that I'm gonna get mine regardless before I'm gonna get mine you know I'm gonna get mine before I get Scott and I like to say like Low-key, I'm not really like this. I'm not really that. But it was the principle of the scenario. It was one of those things where it's like, yo, I can't let shit like that slide all the time. Can't let... You couldn't laugh and let... And it was MLK Day, dude. It was talking January 17th, dog. It was MLK Day. Or January... Yeah, I think it was January 17th. Can't 
can't let shit like that slide on a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Because real talk, motherfuckers let that get to you. People kind of notice it it, it, it it blends in with your DNA that you just kind of take it on the chin every single... No, no Cardi B tattoo. You take it on the chin every single day. And you know what I mean? Like, we're bugged out by the system. You had to get vaccinated because I had to get vaccinated to go to work. You know what I mean? Scratched ass throat. Somehow my throat's never been the same since I got vaccinated. No po, no homo. Uh, my heart's never been the same. You know what I mean? Motherfucker's just angry. And, uh, and, and I guess I let my emotions get the best of me. And uh, you got to pick your battles. And in life, you got to pick your fights. Some shit ain't worth it. And I realized when I was holding him, and I'm like, God damn, bro, I'm going to break his jaw. Am I really going to? You know, just get on with your day. Let you keep talking your shit because you deep down are mad. You deep down have some sort of uh, things that you got to work on with yourself. I'm going to work. I'm making money. I'm going to go to make money, bro. And they can make me late, bro. Like, it's the pagan shit, bro. Like they they just wrestle you in the mud, and the pig likes it, and and but when I gave him that startle, oh, I just hope that he takes in his hands, and his mind, and his memory glands, and his DNA, that he knows not to fuck with people like that, because you never know who you're gonna run into. Like I'm not nearly as bad as some of these motherfuckers out here, but a lot of the people in my city are fucking lazy. And, uh, and I got a joke. Uh, <laughs> motherfuckers always ask, like, yo, you worried about, like, what if you get on in your city? Like, niggas, like, yo, because, like, in, in the States, it's really, really bad. And then and in, like, places like Toronto and shit in Vancouver, when you get on, niggas are fucking, niggas in your, in your city that they knew you and grew up with you and shit feel like they are owed some sort of validation or some sort of credits for your accomplishments and uh they get jealous and uh, a lot of people a lot of rappers come up with, and they say like yo motherfuckers you got to leave your city when you get on because once you're on niggas will try to kill you right <laughs> and i, I just kind of want to be like yo in my city niggas ain't shit niggas are lazy niggas ain't gonna kill how you gonna kill how you gonna set up a hit when you can't even set up a right fucking doctor's appointment and shit. You ain't even showing up time to your dentist appointment, let alone your work. You know what I'm saying? You know, motherfuckers got to show up to work if you want to actually put a nigga in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Sap Berg on that motherfucker. But for real, though, it's like, yo, these niggas are so lazy in my city that I ain't got to worry about Winnipeg. Winnipeg's one of those cities that, like, Justin Bieber could walk the streets and... You got maybe two glances. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody really fucking with them. And I think it's funny, man. Because, like, yo, niggas in my city are the only type of motherfuckers to hire a hitman and outsource the fucking hitman. They'll be like, what's the best deal that we can get? We ain't gonna get Russians. We ain't gonna get some Chinese ninjas. We gonna get we gonna get a motherfucker from India, bro. You outsource the calls. Motherfucker pick up the phone. Like, hello, is the machine gun plugged in, my friend? Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. First off, turn, you know, unplug the bullets, plug them back in, my friend. <laughs> the, motherfucker, the only hitman to go, dibble dabble, dibble <laughs> These niggas out here fucking hiring, fucking, the hiring for the cheapest of the cheap, the lowest of the low. It's 5,000 rupees to get the job done, dog. These motherfuckers are like, and, and, yo, ain't no fucking. Turban nigga ass gonna fucking show up on. I just see that motherfucker coming from a mile away with its turban and his fucking his fucking Saudi Arabian beard. I'll be like, ah, oh, this nigga got something planned for me. <laughs> Can't sneak up with a turban, dog. The fuck. Uh, yeah, moving on. We going we gonna talk. This is the last story I got. Snoop Dogg gave his death row chain to. Eli Manning. Now, this is big. This is big. Because Snoop Dogg, I think, didn't tell Eli Manning that that chain's cursed, bro. Death Row was, was cursed, bro. Like, what happened to Easy e What happened to fucking Suge Knight? Well, Suge Knight happened. 
what happened with uh, Tupac and like shit. Do- Snoop Dogg almost got a case, right? Like all them niggas in death row, like had like really bad luck as far as even when they were on and shit. They had like troubles. It was a fucking, it was a wild like label. The motherfuckers, it was like made out of blood money, bro. I mean, like, yeah, Suge Knight got a lot done, but holy fuck, was that guy, like, really bad about it? That guy would literally beat down a fucking valet motherfucker with those stories from, you know, you straight out of Compton, you seeing him, like, yo, you parked my shit wrong. You fuck, you parked too close to my fucking Bentley, dog. And he just fucking beat the shit out of the guy's face for, like, sent him to the hospital and shit. And, and, and fucking attempted murder, he's in jail right now, Suge Knight. So it's like, it's weird that he would give... Eli Manning, a fucking, it's like a chain, it's a cursed chain, I think, personally, but this might be Cabin, it probably is, I just made it up, but, uh, I just feel like that, that chain probably had too much bad memories with Snoop, because Snoop Dogg talked about it a lot, he was like, man, you know, Death Row was good, but it was bad at the same time, like, it was like, it was like a mafia kind of run label, right, and it's weird, yeah. Uh, I guess there's nothing more to that uh, about that story and shit but I, I just think like um, the whole rap game is, 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 is there's a lot of underground the underground scene's killing it right now the underground is fucking dope and what Snoop Dogg's doing with his he's got like his new label he's got a couple of people he just signed uh Who's West Side Guns buddy uh, Benny the Busher? This is a dope ass rapper. I like his I like his flow. I I like it. I like West Side Gun too, man. West Side Gun's dope as shit. But these guys are like, for what they do and what they put out, they're nowhere near to touching that Gunna, Young Thug, Lil Baby kind of Drake and Kanye West flows. Like they're they're nowhere near getting that publicity, and even Lil Uzi Vert like. He, he had to put a diamond inside his fucking head to like sell an album and it's like and he took it out and he's like alright I'm, I'm out with the late someone like he was crowd surfing and someone dr- took out the fucking diamond it's like it's like yo it's obvious man like and he, especially if you bragging that it's a 23 million dollar fucking diamond in your head like motherfuckers are just gonna try to touch it <laughs> they just wanna touch it you, you know it's a it's a fucking wild time that we live in man where it's like Music don't even matter. Like, as far as, like, the majority of people growing up, it's like, yo, can I dance to this on TikTok, though? <laughs> is this a, is this a song that, you know, would be cool for a YouTube short? Would this, is this song, like, is it, is this song have a lot of views? And it's like, anytime you gotta, like, okay, how many views does this song have? Oh, it's good, then. Like, I, I, I got a lot of gems that I feel like ain't nobody even give a fuck about. And I go, like, this is some of my best work, but you want to listen to that bullshit. I, I like, I'll spew bullshit. It's a medium J, by the way. You keep it down in the middle. Sometimes I do good flow. Sometimes I do just hot garbage. And then sometimes I just do regular songs, like an everyday average guy song. A rapper, everyday rapper songs. Uh, there's a medium to my music. But I, I feel like... Uh, what I, what I what I create is fucking ra- it's random what pops right like I'll go like alright this album this should be the single and then like nobody fucks with it and I go like dude I fucking spit my fucking balls off with punchlines you know got the flow correct and then where I was like kind of mumbling on a track on some other shit and I even fucking fucked up the flow a couple of times people love that shit people I'm like yeah this is this is your single and I'm like, dude, this got like thousands and thousands of plays. And that other one's sitting on 10 views. And I go, what's, what the fuck is going What do people like? I think people just like garbage now. And I was listening to this like hip hop conspiracy about how uh, mumble rap is actually like straight up uh, mind control. <laughs> now bear with me, people. Mumble rap is mind control. And he kind of broke it down as how like, the beats are heavy. They get the youth to cre- like create some sort of violence. It's it's like 
it festers in your soul, in your DNA, it hits frequencies. XXX t- talked about a little bit before he died about how frequencies can change your mood and alter it. And uh, it's almost like uh, with, with this whole wave of mumble rap, it's, music all sounds the same, so you're getting like very little change in progression, even in the chords and the 808s and the snares. It's all kind of relatively the same. And even the, all the pop music and shit, it's all... Like the women have like the biggest song right now is like A B C D I don't fuck with you or whatever like fuck your mom fuck your dad fuck your sister fuck your brother except that dog you know what I mean like it's it's a weird like it's like yo fuck you're just saying like after you break up with somebody it's like almost like cliche to go like I hope you do good like I hope you doing well with yourself like guys and and guys are like very in this lovey feminine kind of flow. Especially if you look at the weekend, especially look at some of these rappers too. They're like really girly, and then the the females like Cardi B and shit are like, I suck a nigga's dick. I don't give a shit. Meg Stallion, I'll cut a bitch. I'll cut a bitch if she's if she's on 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 my nigga's dick. Like it's like it's like they've kind of reversed the roles as far as like yo. There's no real room for aggress aggressive rap and, and rappers anymore because all of them kind of. Uh, Put on this weird like alright I'm just gonna be like little Uzi I'm just gonna be with a dress or uh, yeah young Doug and I'm just gonna be rocking a dress or I got pink diamonds around my head or some shit like it's it's very like it's getting kind of gay to be honest and it's kind of uncomfortable to be honest like it's and it's not the fact that I think that gay people are uncomfortable it's the fact that I think like you guys are throwing out an image out there. Like, with Lil Nas X, okay, it makes sense. He's just showing his character, right? He finally can be himself. But holy fuck. Is everybody gay nowadays? <laughs> like, is every, like, Jack Harlow came up and he's like, man, I love partying with uh, guys. <laughs> I like to party with girls and guys. And it's like, yo, if he's bisexual, he's bisexual, right? I ain't gonna hate on the guy. But it's just a weird thing to talk about in an interview. It's like, hey, man, so you like you like to party, right? It's like, yeah, I like to party with girls and guys. Sometimes both of them at the same time. And it was like, bro, like, you just talking about partying. Like, yo, you popping bottles. You in the club. <laughs> like, a gay person has to throw it out there that, like... I, we try to make jokes and all, but a gay person will just be like in an interview, like, so how did, what inspired you to make your album? Well, it's like, well, I was sucking my friend's dick the other, or I was sucking my boyfriend's dick the other day. And as he, just as he came into my mouth, I, he was like, call me by your name. Was, oh, I got that song. Lil Nas X, call me by your name. Call me when you want, call me when you need. I, I wrote that with a mouthful of cum. <laughs> it's like, yo, <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. Can we rewind for a second? We just asked him about the album, nigga. We <laughs> I swear to God, man, like a lot of this shit is getting weirdly comedic. It's like South Park, Black Mirror, uh, these like parody shows like uh like the X Files or not X Files, but kinda like Black Mirror, South Park, you know, either the Simpsons and Family Guy and American Dad and the whole like kind of like we're making fun of shit, Robot Chicken. They kind of fell off only because life, you, like if you if you make fun of life, it's only like the only way to make fun of life is to go the opposite approach and to take the opposite approach of what's going on now in life. And and I know I spoke most about like the hip hop scene and in the music scene, but if we go take a step back and look at what's going on with like the politicians. It's fucked up where our politicians became jokes and our comedians can't tell jokes. The whole infrastructure of the government, it's like, all right, we're just going to keep giving out money. We're just going to give out money. You got money? You got money? We'll tax you on the money we give you. Here's some money. Make sure you do pay back it in taxes. No one takes taxes. Hey, guys. Well, we'll give you some more money to pay off your taxes. We're going to lend out all this money to these businesses. Businesses actually had so much more time to pay back the loans that they received than the common person did, which, I don't know, makes sense. Uh, a lot of these big corpos are, are able to persuade the government and just, like, hey, listen, we're not paying taxes. 
and and it's it's really disheartening because when Elon Musk gets on stage and says like, yo, you know why billionaires shouldn't pay taxes is because money allocation, and he'll say some shit like that, and you go, yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense, yeah, oh yeah, okay, they don't pay taxes. It's like we've mer- made great business moves. We've learned to make great business moves. You know why we make great business moves? Because we do things that the government doesn't, you know? And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, you can run a corporation a lot better than the... One sec. Sorry about that, guys. We're going to have to edit that shit. Uh, landlord came in telling me, like, yo, we going to fix this shit in your, in your apartment. And he didn't even end up fixing that. Fucking bullshit. So I was on about the, the corporations, right? They, they, with the the money allocation and they always say like Elon Musk has a speech where he's like talking about corpos and how they make more money than, than, than the government can so like it doesn't make sense that like their profits and the way they handle money should go to an entity that doesn't control but it's like the government's not supposed to make money yeah sure the, the Elon Musk Elon Musk kind of talked about the war uh aspect of it it's like yo they're like they're like violent they're very violent but it's also you gotta understand like hospitals don't make money they're not supposed to make money firefighting you don't you don't get out you don't get like commission on on fighting a fucking fire in a preschool you just do that shit pro bono and then the taxpayers collect you know what i mean like and the, the infrastructure is like roads you just build a road the road doesn't generate income it loses money you just build roads you just fix the roads the potholes and shit so like when elon musk says stuff and it, it sounds good and it's like i almost buy it I almost buy it, but I'm smart enough to pull back and go, wait a minute, what the fuck is he talking about? Police don't make money. You don't shoot a fucking robber and go, ah, right? Just run through his pockets, grab the drugs, flip it on the street, and we, we back and we made some made some profit, bro. I got my paycheck. It, so when, when guys talk about, like like Elon Musk talks about shit like that, especially even like, like people of power, like landlords, like they have these things where it's like they're so fucking cheap. Like, my landlord's so fucking cheap. He comes in with this fucking, like, just tape. He's just taped up my window, bro. Like, just fix the fucking window, dog. You fucking cheap bastard. It, it, but either way, like, it's like it's like the little guy's destined to lose. The, the people on the bottom are destined to lose. And this is getting far off topic of what I was talking about. But the bitches that are trying to come up, I'll tie it all back in, get burnt by the millionaires and, and, and high ups by putting hot sauce in the condom, man. The motherfuckers burnt you. We're trying to just get a come up. She was trying to be slick and, you know, she's just trying to sneak in something. And the bottom people can't sneak shit. There's a, a good, um, I don't even know if it's a cap stat. It might be a cap stat. This cap, this stat might be cap, but... Loki. More people. Someone said it on the Joe Rogan Experience that more people get, uh, more people that more people less making less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year get audited more than people making fucking millions and billions of dollars a year. And that's sad. That's really sad. Like it's like yo, if you want to fucking stop paying taxes, you just gotta get some money. You gotta get some fucking businesses. You gotta hide that shit. Like, uh, there's a joke where Mark Zuckerberg is like taking one dollar salaries. He's like, "How much are you gonna pay yourself? You're the owner of this this big company. I'll just pay myself one dollar. Well, they can't tax a dollar, so he pays himself a dollar a year, and it's like he gets one dollar from Facebook as a salary." And everything else is like written off as expenses for the business. He's like, I'm just part of Facebook, so I'll go fly over to Milan, and I'm doing business. So he said he sat down and, and talked about, dude. All he has to do is go on Facebook, and he's doing business. He's literally scrolling on Facebook, liking girls' photos, looking at some cool fucking designer apps and shit on Facebook. And he's like, I'm doing a business, and he's just kicking his feet up in the sand, dog, like. 
you, you guys got to understand that how corrupt the system truly is. These billionaires don't give a fuck. The people at the top are like just as cheap, if not cheaper than, than poor people. I think for, for the most part, like I got buddies that fucking are on welfare and, and they give me more shit than my buddies that are fucking that went to school and uh, are making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They ain't gave me shit. They don't pay for shit. They, my buddy, my buddy, Ahaji, Olympic athlete, bro. Like, got a good job, and he, he's doing this shit, and he's fucking pretty much famous on Instagram. Low-key is pseudo-celebrity in Winnipeg. This motherfucker, he asked for my drink, dog. Like, it was like one of those things where when we had the podcast, I had an energy drink. I had bought two energy drinks. You got the two for fives or whatever. I'm sitting at home. I'm sitting here, like, with two energy drinks. Like, I'm, I'm pounding this one back, and we'll sip on this one. And he's like, yo, is that, that one yours, Jeff? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, can I, can I like, have it? I'm like, bro, like, and I'm, I'm generous. Yeah, take it. But it was one of those things where it's like, yo, bro, like, that's a habitual line. Like, habitually, like, yo, I'm giving you shit. And I give, you had a nigga chips one time, and he was laughing because they, were, they weren't his flavor of chips. I'm like, bro, dog, these are chips. Just eat the chips, you fucking goddamn it, Elijah. <laughs> I love you, bro, but... Goddamn, you cheap-ass nigga, man. But low-key, like, it's almost like when to be, like, these billionaires, you got to fucking think like you're, like, dead broke. Like, every dollar's your last dollar to make it. Because, bro, like, ain't no billionaires talking about how they'll pay for a $5 latte. These motherfuckers think about getting, like, they start sweating when they have to get extra cheese on their fucking burger, dog. So, like... I like guys like Kanye West because Kanye West rambles, but he also probably gives a lot out. He has a lot of people under his wing. He said he had like so many people on his payrolls that he had like, what was it, eight different bank accounts or nine different bank accounts? Like, like guys like those are like the, the true come ups. Like, in even Jay Z, like you can. You can tell that Jay Z's kind of lot let that money get to him, and, and these guys in the industry. But, like, at a certain point, you're a human. You got to be a human. And, and Jay-Z gives back, and he, he breaks, like, a lot of these guys that had, like, bad trials and, and got caught up in the system. The, the justice reform, which is a big thing, man. And, and the thing that he did right with DMX is he got DMX's fucking masters, and he gave it to DMX's family, bro. And that's a big thing, man. And, like... I mean, Jay-Z, if you see, uh, if you happen to see this fucking podcast, low-key, when a nigga dies, I got a lot of samples that need to be cleared on my shit. So, yeah, help a nigga out and, uh, you know, just get for my family. You know what I mean, my son is growing up. Just help help it out. We're having trouble. And I'm sure Jay-Z will be able to do that. He'll be, I'm sure be, he'll have no problem. But, um. Yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm fed up with this whole system and the way things are going with big corporations, you know, these, these, these fucking falsified science, scientists that say like, hey, listen, we're going to tell you what's right for your body. Well, what, what, what I'm like COVID-19 immune. I saw, yeah, you still should get it. Even though you're immune to COVID, you still got to get the vaccine. It's because it's helping other people. You're like, wait, what? Like, my, my again, my, my, my fucking voice hasn't been the same. I just been fucked. I got a lot of low energy. Every now and then, my heart starts racing fast. Like, this vaccine fucked me up, and I regret taking it my whole life, man. And I don't mean to bum you guys out, but I just want to let you know. And a nigga's gonna fight. I don't wanna fight this shit. I wish I could. I wish I could fight it. But I, I couldn't fight it with information. And I could tell people that are not vaccinated. Like, I got a couple of vaccinated friends I've been telling. I go, don't do it, man. And they're like, I'm not gonna do it. And I'm like, this shit's fucked. Yeah, sure, I feel happier. You know, I feel good for now. But I don't see it getting better. I've never felt like my heart hurting as a 27 year old guy. I've never felt my heart 
like legitimately beat out of his chest unless I did too many too many drugs. You know, you do a bunch of mushrooms and chain smoke with your buddies in the fucking basement. And yeah, your heart starts acting up. You do too much fucking alcohol. You drink a whole bottle real quick. And yeah, you your heart's racing and you throw up. But I've never just been sitting at home with my feet up on the couch. And all of a sudden my heart's beating like... I'm about to get like... Uh, I'm about to get into a fight or something. Like, just starts racing. And I'm like, dude, like, I got to think about it. I got to think back to, like, when did I do drugs last? Hard drugs? I have smoked some weed or take some edibles. But, like, never did shrooms. I didn't even do hard, hard drugs anyway. I just did shrooms. But, like, drinking hard. I've never drank hard in the last. I have drinks with the buddies and shit. But it's like, yo, I never partied like I used to. Because I, I think this vaccine, like, gets me fucked up, bro. Like, you take two shots, and it's, like, two shots on top of the vaccine. But um, enough misinformation. This probably get flagged on YouTube. Uh, Low-key, like, just feel like I did make a mistake with that shit. I feel like I made a mistake. Mistake. I mean, I made a mistake, man. Your boy made a mistake. Just like Juicy Drake. I think Drizzy Drake made a mistake with this hot sauce, tobacco, Tabasco sauce on his condoms. Because, you know, you know, he even came up and he said, you know, she gets her 15 minutes of fame. I was chilling with her in the hotel room and she ain't. Uh, I mean, she she was good after that. Like, like, so here's the thing. You're Drake, right? Sitting. I don't I don't even know where this is going, by the way. But you're Drake. Sitting in a hotel room, chicks yelling. What did you put in that condom, baby? I put hot sauce in that motherfucker and threw it out. You put, you put it in there. Yeah, I did. Well, I got some fucking chicken wings. <laughs>